What's going on, guys? Zane here with Everything Vive. I want to welcome you back for another episode. As usual, I am joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, we're going to have to have you introduce one of the episodes sometime just to shake things up a little bit <laughs> yeah i'll probably just sound like a like a, a wannabe zane or something because <laughs> I, I i know i know your kind of spiel like how you start out and everything and i can't really imagine the podcast starting out any other way so oh, i feel like it's but, getting kind of stale now <laughs> you know I'll, I'll i'll spend some time i'll i'll uh i'll talk to myself on the way to work and everything try to try to get my banter levels up and then uh and then one of these days we'll just all right. <laughs> all right, give, fair enough. Give it we'll, over to me. So we'll yeah, we'll try something new. We'll do we'll do it when we can. Uh, the next time we record in person, maybe. All right, sounds good. <laughs> all right, so welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Welcome back, everyone. I uh, hope you've had a fantastic week. Ronnie and I are ready to dive into some VR news. And actually, Ronnie, I know we spoke earlier, but there wasn't much that changed from last week and this week. So. There's just one main topic that I wanted to bring up today, and I thought just it's it's relevant to VR as a whole, I think, and I, I mm-hmm. think the implications for it affect the Vive greatly, uh, although it's yep. not Vive-related, but everybody's talking about this Oculus price cut, the, the price cut number two that brings the, the Rift and Touch, so the full package, down to 400 um, mm-hmm. and w- which is essentially half the price of the Vive, and, and some people were even talking about how the Prime Day deal was even better because I, I think on Amazon Prime Day you could get a hundred bucks off of the Vive, which would make it seven hundred. But then they did the price mm-hmm. cut for the Oculus down to four hundred, and then you get an Amazon gift card for a hundred bucks if you buy it. So that essentially cuts the price down to three hundred. Wow! And that, I mean, that's the price of some consoles out there. I mean, maybe yeah, even cheaper no, than some consoles. And and just to be clear, I mean, my understanding is it's going to go back up to five hundred. As kind of like a final, like it was, it was down to four hundred for a for a certain time period. And I think it still is four hundred, but eventually it's going to kind of settle at five hundred. Is my understanding? I, I I did hear that it was a limited time offer. I didn't hear a yeah. specific still, number that was going to go back up to. Yeah, so so it's limited. It's a limited time offer for four hundred. But regardless, the 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 fi- the like the permanent pricing right now, even without the deals and whatnot. Is going to be. It has been lowered to five hundred. So if you gotcha. if you act now, if you act now without the prime deal, without anything, just go and purchase it. It should be four hundred for the, the headset well, yeah, and I mean, the touch. The prime day deal is over now, but I was just saying, like, yeah. at some like some people were able to get it for three hundred, which I think is an yeah, absolute no, that's steal. Nuts. I yeah, so yeah. so here. This is this is a question that I want to pose to you. Mainly because between you and I, at least on this podcast, you are the expert. I am the enthusiast. So. You've been following this for a while. You've been following VR. You know, you you like Oculus. You like the Vive. I mean, you've been what tracking this since what 2012 or so? I yeah, think you know in, like in our initial conversation. So, you know, what does what does this mean to you? Uh, obviously, like I said, we're this is a Vive centric podcast, but the the fact that it's half the price of the Vive right now mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. gonna shake things up in the VR landscape, I think dramatically. And I, you know, some people aren't too worried about it. Some people are saying that Vive will need to cut its price in order to stay competitive. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what are your initial thoughts? I, I have some, but I'm curious, like, you know, now that yeah. we actually have a chance to talk, like, what are your, what are your thoughts on all this? Cause there's a lot of chatter happening around and I, you know, I, I trust your opinion. So I'm curious as to what you think. Okay. Well, it, it's kind of interesting because 
I mean, now I'm, I'm trying to think back to like, it, it's funny that you mentioned that I've been following this since 2012 or whatever, like since, you know, the, the early days of the Oculus, uh, the initial Oculus development kit and all that stuff, because to some degree, I never thought that these headsets would come out as expensive as they did. So, so it's, it's kind of fascinating to think of it from that perspective. Like to some extent, I kind of think that it might be a little, it might be too little too late, like as far as Oculus cutting its price. And the reason I say that is not because it's like, not because it's not a great price and not because it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's certainly uh, beneficial for them to be that much lower than, than, than the, uh, the Vive is. But at the same time, I mean, if you look at who's had the most momentum, granted, uh, I think the VR industry as a whole was kind of losing a little bit of momentum here the last couple months, um, as far as as far as I can tell. Um, but that said, if you were to look to anyone as losing the most momentum, that would have been Oculus, because really the Vive kind of has really in the last few months um, started to really stand out as the leader in the PC front. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most most people. I mean, whereas maybe early on when they were both released, uh, the Vive looked like the tech, the technological leader, like it was the most advanced headset. But most people would say the branding of the Oculus and and just the the overall excitement around the Oculus was, you know, possibly had its its prospects a little bit more, you know, uh, looking a little bit more rosy than that of the Vive. I, I feel like the last few months has, has been the opposite, where every news story coming out on the Oculus has just been negative and more and more people have been kind of moving over to the Vive that are really into this stuff if they hadn't already, you know, purchased the Vive uh, previously. So, so, so in a sense, I feel like the, the, the price cut here, um, it's interesting, but I, but I wonder how much it's actually going to move the units because, I mean, a lot of people that already had a lot of excitement for VR at this point have already purchased their initial headsets. I mean, there's, there's a, in my opinion, there's a limited number of people that have powerful PCs and are interested enough in this stuff to really be, be mindful of whether or not, you know, the headsets out there are going for certain prices. Like, like I had a lot of people asking me about VR headsets, you know, six, seven, eight months ago. And I feel like a lot of those people that were really excited about it have found ways to kind of, you know, have found ways to get headsets by now. And, and yeah, so I, so I'd be curious as to who has held out because it was so expensive and, you know, you know, they've held out to this point. I'm, I'm curious how many of those people are now looking at it and saying, Oh, $400 is cheap enough for me to kind of jump on board this late into this, this cycle because $400 is still not that cheap. Like it is cheap compared to what we've gotten used to, but it's still fairly expensive. And so I'm just wondering, you know, how much that's going to move units or not, I guess only time will tell. Um, but, but getting back to what you had said about my, my real thoughts is it would have been so nice for these systems to come out at four hundred dollars to begin with. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, it's and, a little bit. And I, and yeah. I mean, because I, I, because I think I think when 
when all the new hardware was first being announced, that's when there was the most excitement around it. And when the initial price price points were revealed, I think unless you were a super hardcore, I mean, part of the reason I wasn't phased as much by the pricing was because I had tried the the initial dev kits and I had been in like I I knew about it and I knew that I had to try this thing and and I and I knew that I needed these new experiences. But a lot of people out there don't know that they haven't really tried the headsets or by now by now if you haven't tried a headset I think I think it's probably because you're not a diehard you're not interested because because if you really wanted to find a way to try them out you could have gone to Best Buy by now you could have went to I don't know if they had PlayStation VR kiosks at uh, like GameStop or anything like that but like by now there have been ways to kind of if you really wanted to uh, you know, try a headset for yourself. And so at that point, you're either sold and you're just waiting for the prices to drop and maybe maybe that's who is going to potentially pick something like this up or or you're going to wait for the next headsets, I think. So yeah. so, it's, so, it's just, so it's just interesting. Like I, I'm just curious how many people out there that are going to be in that cross-section of I, I have a powerful PC. Because let's say you don't have a powerful powerful PC. Then I still don't think one hundred dollar price cut or two hundred dollar price cut is enough to get those people moving because you'd still like if you didn't have a computer that could run VR. Yeah, I mean there there definitely is that added expensive. cost in there, but people act irrationally, man. Like you know, there's they they, if they, they if they see a price cut like when they're looking at it, six hundred to four hundred is yeah. what like a. 30% price cut, you know, and like there nobody's factoring in the computer because I think in their minds they already need to get the computer. So th- therefore that's like sure. a sunk or a fixed cost. Like, you know, the variable cost is is how much this is going to be. And and to to your point, I do agree that um the early adopters are going to pay whatever price obviously. But what I'm wondering is, you know, how many of that Maybe not mainstream, but that second wave. Because I have a lot of friends who, you know, mm-hmm. had tried it and were like, oh, "I really want it, but I'm kind of gonna, you know, do what I can to wait until Gen Two. Now I got to follow up with them to see if anybody actually picked up the the Oculus on on Prime Day or you know while it mm-hmm. was it was dropped, but or mm-hmm. the, the price was dropped. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, here's I, the other thing for the average person. Like this, this just made me think of it for the average person. If they were if they were browsing uh, Amazon during Prime Day and they saw the Oculus had dropped that much, I'm wondering how much if they if the average person would realize how much of a value they're getting for that three hundred dollars or whatever it would have been to get the Rift and the Touch when compared to let's say like a a, a Galaxy VR like a or a yeah a, a Gear VR I should say. I, Man, it's been a while since we've talked about the <laughs> yeah. mobile, the mobile stuff. But yeah. like, but like, you know, there's a lot of those cheap kind of, you know, lower level mobile headsets out there that you can stick your phones in, and and all those kinds of headsets. And you see those when you when I walk into a Best Buy or a different, like you see kiosks for for the the Google Pixel phone uh, that you know can function with VR. And 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 I, I'm just wondering for your average person if they understand the difference between those two things and if they would really see the the price drop in the rift on the rift and say oh man like 
like and actually realize that that's a, a significant price drop yeah on 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 a on a version of VR that's much better quality than any of those other options. Uh, you know, I, I'd say anybody who bought the Oculus on that um, on Prime Day or even just with the price drop to four hundred, mm-hmm. I, I, I would make a bet that they didn't just stumble onto the deal. I, there's probably people who have been following this stuff, waiting for Prime Day, waiting for announcements like this. Um, you know, just just like you and I, where it's just like. You know, they didn't have the, the capital at the time, but how many how many people listen on this podcast? How many people are on the Vive and, and I'm sure the Oculus subreddit that don't have a unit themselves but are fascinated yeah. by this and are waiting for their opportunity to jump in? And when, you know, something like that happens where it's really kind of a 50% price drop, more than 50% price drop from, you know, however many months ago when they were both priced yeah, at 800 it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, you know, oh. like there, I'm sure there's a lot of people who just hit that emotional trigger and are like, you know what, <laughs> this is as good as it's going to get. I want to get in now. I don't want to wait for Gen 2. Um, yeah. I, you know, I need no, it. And I, and, and I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, as, as an owner of an Oculus Rift, I'm kind of shocked as to how much it's come down so quickly because, man, like... I, have I played it enough? <laughs> Should have waited, to man. Buy the extra three or four hundred dollars, like well, at this point. So and, and see, uh, and I, I felt like somebody somebody really explained it well when you know. So now let's do a direct comparison between Oculus at four hundred and the Vive at eight hundred. Yeah, no one's going to argue that that you know when it comes to hardware, when it comes to tracking and all that. You know, I I still think that the Vive is winner, especially for room scale. If you're looking for the ultimate, you know, VR experience, it's still the Vive. But mm-hmm. is it worth twice the price? Is it worth four hundred extra dollars if you just want to get into VR? Uh, you know, yep. how, how many people who who may have been, uh, I hate to say this, but you know, I'm not trying to call anyone out, but it's just like if if they may have been Team Vive, but it's like, hey, you know what, I I, I want to get into VR no matter what, and I got to jump on this Oculus deal where I can get it for three hundred with that gift card. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, looking at, at kind of what's ahead and how, I mean, there's all kinds of, it, who knows what Oculus is going to look like in a year from now. But that said, if you look to announcements that are being made for software in the Oculus store, I mean, just recently Disney and Marvel made the announcement that they'll be, that they're working on on a, a superheroes title that's going to be at least temporarily oculus exclusive it, it seems to me like it's just going to be an oculus exclusive period so for vive owners they'll probably have to use revive or some other way you know of, of running it but um it, i mean if oculus continues to make those kind of good deals and who knows with with disney what those kind of deals might be like if they have marvel maybe they have star wars maybe they have some other i i really don't know but i mean if they continue to to show, you know, to push their software like that, then if I'm looking at what games are going to be coming out, and I'm excited about those brands, that that's another reason to jump on board. So now yeah. you have a, a significantly cheaper headset, and you have buzz around new titles. Um, I mean, granted, a, a Marvel VR game isn't quite the same as like a Fallout Four VR or a Doom VR, but but it's still pretty significant. I mean, I mean, Oculus does a great job of of getting developers uh, on board in their store. Um, so I don't Wait, know. Wait, will Fallout Four is that only for Vive? Yeah, it's only for Vive. I did not know that until right now. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, it's yeah. I I mean that's 
you're, you're it's totally a Bethesda game. So okay, well you're you're <laughs> like, totally right about the Marvel thing. I like I'll be honest, it was a little disheartening to <laughs> to read that article uh, or just to read and, the and announcement about it. And the guys that it. are making it, and the reason, the only reason I, I mean, full disclosure, I like besides reading like you know announcements and kind of seeing people's impressions of the the early demos of that game. I mean, I don't know the exact details on the exclusivity, if it's permanent or whatnot, but it does look like, I mean, the, the developers behind it, I think, were the same developers that, that made Rip Coil and a couple of other. My understanding, it's pretty much like an Oculus developer. Gotcha. So I would think, like in that scenario, probably the odds of it staying Oculus only are pretty high if, those, if that's the team working on it. But I, yeah. I could be wrong, but... Well, you know, my my broader point was that it's for as a Vive owner, it's disheartening to see something like that. I mean, I hope it's not an exclusive title indefinitely, um, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, only time will tell. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too worried about it now. But I hey, guess I'll, what I'll, is a little just, bit. Sorry, go ahead. Just to throw the oh, just to throw this in, like <laughs> it's possible revive titles will work better on the Vive going forward if the <laughs> yeah, that's if true. The knuck, if the knuckle controller comes out. It, that that stuff might map more one to one, and then and then none of this could be that big of a factor for us. Who knows? But. Well, so well, and I'll get to that in a second. But the the point <laughs> the point that I was making earlier was that like if Facebook and Oculus already have that relationship with Disney, that they can do something like this with Marvel. I mean, Marvel yeah. Marvel right now is like one of the hottest things. They're making billions of dollars with their movies. If yep. if they secure some type of exclusive thing with for Star Wars. I mean, there's yep. millions of Star Wars fans out there that w- I feel like wouldn't maybe wouldn't necessarily jump ship, but if they're undecided, um, yeah. would definitely go Oculus just for that title alone. And then the fact yep. that it's cheaper makes the makes the decision so much easier. It's like, okay, well, I'm still getting VR. I'm not getting the premium experience, but I love Star Wars, so therefore, like, that's gonna sell it for me. Yeah, um, and I mean, and and I mean, Oculus has recently, you know. Uh, uh, they've they've talked about releasing a new a new kind of uh, standalone headset that's I did see that in the middle of a of, of a high end and a low end. It's going to be two hundred dollars out so. next year, which I, I'm yeah. really curious what that will offer. Uh, you know this this next gen stuff that's coming out. Um, you know with the, the inside out tracking. Yeah, a lot of people are, are are saying. I mean, Vive is working on something similar with with Google, right? Yep. It, a lot of people are really talking about because because that gets around some of the issues i was i was mentioning earlier about about people having to have strong pcs it makes it a harder impulse buy i think when you have to have so much gear you know yeah already in order to get it to run if you could if even even if it was higher than 200 if it was I mean, 200 300 200 is cheaper than most consoles. I mean, it is cheaper Dude, than most 200 consoles. Is, yeah, 200 is dirt cheap. And that if it is, was $300. That's, that's the baseline price because you don't need a computer. Yeah. But if, it, exactly, if it was, but like, even if it was more money than that, if you told me that, that if you told me it was $400, but it was an all in one unit that had a comparable experience to, what we've what we've been experiencing on the PC side for the last year or two, um, that would be amazing, and I think a lot of people would would jump on that, right? So for two hundred dollars, if it's anything, if it's anything remotely, you know, decent as far as a VR experience, that could be the breaking point. Like that, if it's marketed well, 
if people understand that this is different than than products that have been out there previously because it is self-contained it doesn't require the you know it basically hey you're going to get the high-end vr for the low-end pricing and yeah. it's all in one it's it's easy to it's easy to set up like anyone can do it like you literally purchase it throw it on your head and you're immediately playing games like that have inside out tracking like you had said and all that like if that happens and it's marketed and messaged well that could be like that could be the thing that finally gets things like you know ramped up at an exponential rate from where we are now i i, I think e- even if it goes even if it can do like 75 to 80% of what the high end headsets can do for a fraction mm-hmm. of the price that's mm-hmm. that's what i think will hit the mainstream and i think that's that might be why you know there's so much focus on it now and you know we we can dig into this even further because it's like we're sitting around here waiting for a wireless solution when the the real answer might not be a wireless solution for these high end headsets it's making these standalone ones you know focusing your time and energy on on the standalone ones to make them just as good as the high end you know what i mean yep um yep. whether it's inside out tracking whatever other types of technology it's not it's not really the wireless that's needed it's more so uh, you know i'm not and i'm not the the techie guy here so i i, I don't want to throw out random terms but if you can if you're going to focus your resources somewhere it might be on making that you know $200 item or that $200 product you know, almost just as good or not, you know, 80, 90% as good as what you ha- can have for, you know, the premium headsets with a, a full computer backing it. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I mean, the rate at which technology is improving now, it, it's not out of the question that two to three years after one product comes out that you're able to get the same, you know, experience or a similar experience with dedicated hardware at a much cheaper price. So, I mean, just yeah. look at how phones progress. Uh, the phones that we have now are more powerful than consoles from, from you know, the last generation. I'd say so, at least in a lot of respects. So, it's, yeah, no, yeah, that's it's, true. It's interesting. So, well, yeah, only time will tell. But I mean, it's definitely. I mean, to get back to, I'd say that a lot of a lot of what's going to happen from this price drop, I think, are kind of unknown, uh, un- unknowns at this point, but. What, I, what, what we can take from this is that you know, lowering the price of virtual reality in general is a positive thing. And I think that we're getting closer to the price points that can really make a dent in the mainstream if they're taken advantage of properly. And so yeah. I, think that's, I, think, I, think, I think that's the biggest factor here. I mean, if there's one thing missing from some of these price drops, it's the marketing that also needs to be pushed alongside. So I, I'd be interested to see what Oculus or how Oculus combines the price drop in the next several weeks with a marketing push for, for titles like the, the upcoming Marvel titles and, and yeah. other ex- exclusives. If they do a good job of linking both of those things together and really like you know make a new push, then I think it really could get momentum swinging back in their in their in, in their favor. If not, if they just kind of, you know, if they announce the price drop and then and then it's same old, same old, like, I, I'd be curious to see, you know, how much of an impact it has until the next, the next gen stuff. But 
Yeah. I mean, well, Oculus, I, I feel like their marketing game has always been on point. I think you and I have been yeah, a little bit more has. critical of, of HTC and people not realizing that, you know, this type of room scale VR exists. You know, when they think of VR, yeah. they just think of VR. So, um, uh, you know, what whatever the case might be, it, you mentioned something earlier and I, we can just kind of close with these, these couple points here where if we have Revive, if we have the knuckle controllers, then everything will be okay. Well, yeah, I mean, for us as the end user, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not worried about where VR is going because I, I'm not tied to any specific ship. But, you know, I, I, I do have this affinity for HTC. And I think in that situation, HTC would be the one that suffers because, you know, Valve is still going to get their cut. They're still going to get, you know, if they st- these knuckle controllers work well. Um, Facebook or uh, sorry, Oculus Home is going to get their cut because people will be buying these games on Oculus's, you know, their, their closed off system. So it's, I'm just curious what HTC is going to do to stay relevant. You know, they have Viveport, which I, I feel like Viveport is getting better. I feel like Viveport is in that awkward phase right now where they're still amassing this collection of titles. Um, mm-hmm. to- I, I have been surprised though. Some of the titles I've seen show up there have been like relatively recent titles, yeah, yeah. like high profile. Like they're do- it seems like they're doing a good job of, of getting good stuff. So and ho- hopefully you know that that clout and that you know uh, collection or um, or catalog is the word I was looking for it will continue to grow uh, because I think that can be a big uh, a big business boom for them or at least a win for them. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, I, um, I agree. But yeah, I mean we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see how this goes. Uh, I, I I don't want to be too much of a Debbie Downer. I know we were talking about a lot of awesome Oculus things that were happening, but I think you brought yeah, up yeah. you know just to close out. I think you brought up a fantastic point that. HTC is working with Google on that standalone headset as well. And we don't have any details for it. I hope that it's going to be roughly around the same price range. And maybe, maybe this is Oculus's response to that um, because Google's Mm -hmm. put out some fantastic software. And, you know, if you team them up with HTC, I'm, I'm excited for what they can bring. So we'll see what, what gen two looks like or gen 1.5, you know, whatever that ends up uh, officially being. Yeah, no, totally agree. All right, cool, man. Well, let's go ahead and transition over to Game Talk then. Uh, I think you and I actually have some pretty relevant titles that uh, we can discuss, or at least something, you know, stuff that's a little bit newer. I don't know. You want to go first or second? Yeah, I, I can go first. Um, so, yeah, the, the game I wanted to do this week is, is called Gorn. So that's <laughs> kind of like Gorn with a G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's what they're going for because when we when – we, when I, when you when when I get a chance to explain kind of what the game's about, you'll kind of you'll kind of see what I mean. But essentially, I mean this game, it's a twenty dollar game. It is essentially like a combat, like a cartoony combat type game where you are a gladiator that goes into a ring and just decimates your competitors. So. You, you step into a little arena and there's kind of, you know, there's, there's all these like, you know, funny looking like spectator heads in the crowd. And they say, you know, it, basically your signal to salute to start the match. And then a gate comes down and this, and, and like a, like a gladiator, goofy little like animated guy comes out and tries to, tries to kill you. And it's, it's you versus him or them or, you know, as it gets more and more involved, like as you get further in the game, 
Um, it's just, it's wave based, but you know, it's, it's such a funny game and it's, it's just hard to explain what's so unique about it, Uh but it's, it's one, it's the aesthetic because it's, it is kind of, it's, it's, it's cartoony, like I mentioned, but it's also just kind of silly, like over, overly dead. And I think that I'm, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time kind of um, putting into words what makes this game so, so unique. But I think a lot of it has to do with the interactions and how the physics work in the game. Because like I said, it's, it's basically like a, a it's, not, it's not a game for those that are squeamish of gore and blood and guts. Because it's very, very violent, and, and even graphic, though it's a, right? yeah, even though it's a cartoony game, when you when you, like you start out the level, I very early on you just have your fists, but then eventually you get maces and uh, you know various blunt objects and whatnot, and when you hit when you hit the the enemies that are coming at you, uh, everything that you do has an impact on that person, whether it be scarring up their their face or their eyeballs start hanging out blood squirting everywhere you can pull their heads off and their legs and arms and beat them with them and you can like if you (laughs) it reminds me of your description of robo recall actually yeah except except now it's with like squirting blood and everything so so that that's kind of like the it it does remind me of, of some of that to it to an extent but it's really like fun and and they did a really, really good job of making the impacts feel satisfying. And, and that's really, I mean, more so than any other game that I've played so far, I feel like they get the physics right to where if you hit them lightly, if you hit them too lightly, it doesn't really do anything. If you hit them with, with a certain amount of speed or force, it'll, it'll damage them. But if you hit them really hard and hit them hard enough times, you literally can like make their head explode or, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it, and it just feels right. Like it feels like when you're putting more umph into your hits that that actually connects and adds to, you know, what you're doing. And, and so it's just everything about it. And, and like I said, some of that is getting the, getting the feel right. Some of it is just the way the models, the physics, the way the physics work, because everything in the game kind of has this kind of squishy, like rubbery feel to it in a sense, yeah. like like all the all the weapons you get, even though like you're holding a mace, let's say the top of the mace kind of has like a stretchy kind of rubbery look to it. Like when you're hitting really hard, yeah, it hits, but it's also like kind of gives as it's hitting. And like all the all the all the soft bodies, these these gladiators that you're fighting against, like they don't move quite like normal humans. They kind of have like an almost stretch Armstrong, like rubbery kind of funny like movement to them, and that and that translates not only to your movement, but it it translates to when you're fighting them. Like you, they the bodies react to to what you're doing, um, like in an overblown fashion compared to what what would be realistic. And so all of that stuff just feels right, and it's just a lot of fun. And the more you play it. It's very simple in that, you know, it's just, like I said, you step into an arena, you kill a guy, and then it's over. And then you have to start the game back up again, and then now there's maybe two guys. Or you kill one guy, and then another guy comes out of a gate. And maybe the next guy has some armor, and you have to 
hit the armor off before you can actually do the the damage. And eventually there will be three or four guys coming at you. and they, they all have different weapons and different types of armor, and you have to, you know, decide how you're going to go about it. And and so all of it, I mean, it's just, it's more, it's more fun in practice than it actually sounds, which is different than a lot of VR. I mean, there are a few VR games, I feel like, that, have mechanics that are that enjoyable just in and of themselves to where you don't really have to have a lot of trappings around the game in order for it to be fun. This is one of those games. like Just the mechanics that they have built into this game and the systems that they're using, as simple as they are, just feel right and and are a lot of fun. And, and the, the reviews, this game just came out. It's, it's a new game. But well, it's so just launch- quick, quickly on that point, though, I, I feel like I've heard this title around for a while. Was it in early access before? Maybe. Maybe yeah, I, I have the date wrong. No, 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 no. Sure. no. So the, the official like the official release date for it, I, I looked up, it said July 10th. So it's it's out now. But I feel like the the name um, the name just rings a bell. So I feel like it might have been in early access before and. And maybe only now okay. it's well. But I, it seems like it's either an early way. Yeah, now. either way, it's relatively yeah. new, and obviously they they mm-hmm. finalize exactly what they want to do with it. Yeah, and I mean, and tons of people. I mean, it has tons of positive reviews. People are really into it. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of on one hand, I'm kind of surprised by that, just because um, I feel like not a lot of titles don't get the same type of slack when they don't have a ton of content. I mean, there is content here. There's a lot of weapons to unlock. And, and that sort of thing. But as far as the game modes and that kind of stuff, it is still pretty simplistic. So it would be nice if there was more to it than that. But still, I mean, I think if you're at all... I do think it plays better than... Like, when you play it, even though it's simple, you get why people like it as much as they do. Because it is a really fun game. It's just really simple. And so it depends on... It depends on on, on you know what you like to spend your money on and if you're okay with spending 20 bucks on something that's fairly simple but a lot of fun and that it, you can is this something it. that's like easy to like just drop in drop people into that are either new or it, relatively it inexperienced is. with VR it sounds like yeah, that's it, what the title's going for it, it definitely is and I want to say I did not try this mode myself but when I was looking around just to see everything that was in included with the game, I did see that there was a demo mode. And, and my understanding from that would be that a demo mode would be you stick this mode on to let people try it out. That's Gotcha, okay. So, so I, didn't get, I didn't try that. I should have probably, because I, I did see it and I said, oh, I should probably try that out before I talk about the game uh, during Game Talk, but I just didn't, for some reason, I, I, I went back to Arena and played that for a long time didn't get back to the demo mode but if that's what it is like i those types of modes when they're in games are super helpful because you know that you can just set it to that and and kind of leave people to their own devices and 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 you know that it'll be a smooth experience so so if so yeah but 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 yeah i i do recommend the game it's it's one of those things i don't know how i feel about the price because on one hand i do think it's a little expensive uh, because you're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, that same thing is done really, really well. And and I guess one last thing that I, I kind of want to mention that I wasn't able to bring in earlier was just it has kind of a weird movement system. So 
It's not teleportation. It's not uh, it's not locomotion like with in the traditional sense. It almost feels a little bit like uh, what was it the uh, the the new Servios game that's coming oh, out. Oh, Sprint Vector. Sprint Vector, yeah, and Sprint Vector, and that, and that basically you're holding down. In this case, you're pushing the the circle pad, uh-huh. and then you're basically pulling yourself. So you kind of, but it's that's the one aspect of the game that I was starting to get a little bit better with it as I played more and more. Like I started using it to kind of dodge attacks a little bit. And it felt great for that, but as far as moving from like one side of the arena to the other by just like pushing and pulling, pushing and pulling, it's not quite as forgiving or as responsive as I would like it to be. But gotcha. like it felt, it felt a little imprecise. Um, but that said, when it was in close combat situations, which is I'm sure what it, what's what it's mostly intended for, then it did feel. It felt good in those aspects because well, you can at kind that of, point you just use room scale and walk around, right? Yeah, but but sometimes like like it's a little bit faster to be able to to kind of combine both. Oh, and and that's oh, hundred percent. I needed to bring that up. That the room scale stuff, if especially, I mean, I have a fairly decent uh, size setup here, but the game is fast and frenetic and. Like I said, you start getting into it, and you really do feel like the more power you put into your hits can actually impact how quickly you're able to take out some of the, the enemies. I actually like hit a chair in my in my room pretty hard when I like knocked it. Like like I think it's a game that you should be careful about in room scale because if you move around too much, you might end up doing some damage <laughs> to something. Because because. Yeah. Because 100%, like, I really was getting into it. I mean, it was... So, like I said, that's a pro and a con, because if you're too into it, you just have to be cognizant of... I, I'm one of those people that kind of puts the, the chaperone system on a low setting so it's not as noticeable. But in a game like this, I feel like that can sometimes uh, lead to some dangerous dangerous circumstances. So Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like, so so... Well, if you can't tell, I had a, a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, it, it it's sounds really, like it offers like a unique experience that maybe we haven't come across yet in any other title, it is. or at least for you. And 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 it's and it it it's it's the little things that make it unique. Like there are other melee combat games that I've played. There's tons of wave-based shooters, wave-based you know fighters, like all that kind of stuff. I've played boxing games. Knockout League is. You know, there's all these kinds of different games that have similarities, but it's that gore factor, the the satisfaction that you have, and how the the physics kind of work in the game, and all that stuff kind of put together that make this more enjoyable than the sum of its parts. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, I will have to check that one out then. Like I said, I, I've heard the name before, so I, I maybe I could be wrong, and I don't want to catch myself on recording sure. here saying the wrong thing but uh, you know meh, I, meh. Whatever, whatever the case might be I, I have heard it and it didn't seem like even then um you know it was highly highly reviewed or at least what very well received so glad to yep. glad to hear you tried it out and had a good experience i'll have to, to take a look and maybe throw some people into it especially those yep, uh yep. those game of thrones fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um cool okay so my game is actually uh, a title that 
hasn't even come out yet. It's scheduled to release uh, July 27th, so next week. And um, it's called Just In Time Incorporated. Uh, we're able to get uh, a chance to play it uh, with the, the help of a, I'm sorry, with through the developer, um, and which uh, who we're actually hoping to have on the show. So hopefully we'll set that up soon. Um, but this game, similar to, to Gorn, I guess, is it's super cartoony. Uh, like almost, almost to the point where it's like, I mean, it. The graphics look like they could be from a very old console game. Like that's that's how corny it looks. But overall, the game has a fantastic feel and it's well done. You know, there's simple voiceover work, but at the end of the day, like that's more than a lot of other games have. Um, and I think what really makes this game stand out is just how unique the concept is. And I I know we were throwing that turn around earlier, but I really feel like this game um, is different than a lot of the others that I've, I've played or that I've come across. And so the, the basic premise is that you're uh, an insurance uh, agent. Um, and so you're, you're just helping out the policyholders and you're essentially have superpowers like the flash. So you wear these gloves, uh, which are your hands in VR, but time slows down and you can pretty much do whatever you want. I think another another thing that uh, I noticed that I really liked was the fact that you can um, interact with basically everything in the environment, which is nice. Um, That's actually a really big... Like, yeah, yeah. When you say that, that makes me really excited because that that adds so much to any game. It's like, even, it's like the little even if things. It doesn't yep. really, yeah, that, those, even if it doesn't really... If it isn't necessary, just knowing that you're able to interact yeah. with everything makes it feels so much better no that yeah so that like that's definitely one of the pluses for the game um and, and so you're you're this insurance agent you you know people buy life insurance or whatever um you know protection from you and so therefore you have you go on all these like cases where uh people you know the the policy holders are in trouble or they're in danger uh someone's trying to shoot them or stab them or or they, they're in some type of trouble and you go in the specific scenario and you go in and you save them. And so, you know, the scenarios that I went through and I, I went through a decent amount, but there's still a lot more the, to, to unlock. Like they're not overly complicated, but they have, again, I'll, I'll throw that word out there. They have like unique solutions. Like you kind of have to think a little critically just to figure out what because you have a bunch of tools that you can use in your environment. Like I was saying earlier, everything is available to you. And so you can kind of use all of those to, to figure out what you need in order to solve the, the problem. So it's, it's almost like a puzzle solving type of scenario, but um, it does so in a way where you're like, you're timed very quickly because time is moving. You need to stop, you know, your, the, the policy holder from getting killed or injured <laughs> or whatever. And so, so everything That's like this, so funny that it's all around. Yeah. Yeah. No. So the scenario is like moving around you at a, at a snail's pace. Uh, or I mean in, enough so that like, you can't just stand there and, and watch, uh, and not do anything and then, you know, move later. But it think things are happening and you have to like run around the room. It, it uses teleportation. So um, I just want to throw that out there for anybody who's either pro or anti teleportation, but um, it, it uses that to, for you to get around these, these, you know, pretty large environments. Obviously there's room scale, so you can walk around as well, but um, you know, these places that you're in, sometimes you're in like the middle of a street. Sometimes you're in, in some small, you know, alleyway, 
Uh, sometimes you're right next to a burning building having to like catch people as they fall down. So it's like I said, the, all the scenarios are <laughs> really creative. Like that's, I guess that's a, the word I was missing earlier. Like the, it's really creative. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can solve these problems or I don't know if there's a lot of different ways, but there's a lot of different problems to solve and therefore a lot of different ways to solve those problems. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, no mission feels necessarily the same um and like there's so much i I don't want to give like too much away but you can like again and i guess it's it's funny that we're we're kind of talking about this in the same episode with gorn where you know you can interact with the environment so much so I'll, i'll give away like one spoiler because it's i thought i thought it was hilariously creative but there's this girl who's trapped inside this machine and there's a laser that's like coming down to uh, (laughs) she's inside this machine and and there's this laser that's slowly like going to kill her and protecting the machine, uh, you know, defending, defending it from you saving her are these four like guys in like military gear and they're shooting at you. Oh, and that's another cool thing. You can catch bullets out of the air and actually throw them back. Um, at the people, which is kind of awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so there's these four guys. So you have to like take out the four guys and then go rescue her. And I actually failed this mission a couple times because again, I, I wasn't beating it in the time necessary. You have to, you know, the time is actually still a factor. So, well, you have to like take out these four guys. They're shooting at you. And then like one of the guys or two of the guys also have swords, uh, which are like, that's not really that big of an issue it's not like, like you can't grab it until you kill them um mm. but it's just like then you have to go to the door and um to save the girl and, and stop the laser from you know slicing her up and what you'll what you'll see is that it requires uh eye tracking and so um you're like so if you look into the thing it just like gives you this like buzzing sound to show that you know you're not the right person and then that's when it clicked mm. and i was like oh my gosh i gotta go use the sword so i take the sword and I actually can chop off one of the dude's heads, pick up the head, and bring it to the door to, to hold in front of the, the eye scanner. That's so awesome. It's just like little, and again, like this is super cartoony. There's no gore or anything, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like these little like creative things that had me just kind of like. feel like. Yeah, yeah, I was like giggling to, to myself to throughout works. the game because I was like, oh my gosh, like I've never done this before or I've never seen something like this before. And it's like pleasantly surprising, which which unfortunately, you know, sometimes with VR games, there's a lot of a lot of people who who have a great idea. It's just the same great idea that everybody else has. So it's it was really refreshing to try this game out. Um, and I, you know, hmm. I, I, I won't give away anything else. Uh, I hope that kind of covered the the basic mechanics of it and what it's about but it's it's really fun it's really light it's bright you know there's no it's not scary it's not gory i'm really excited to play this yeah yeah so it's like i said it's just a good time like you get in there and it's just these like little puzzle solving scenarios you know nothing's ever super like life or death you're never like fighting anyone um, when did you say it's coming out because i know i know we got a chance to play it early but... july july 27th so okay okay it'll be out soon um so yeah, l- later on this month, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you had any of the questions or if there's anything else that you wanted to know about it, but that that's like the basic gist. Uh, no, like I, said, I mean, I, I think you. Aside from that, you I don't want to give too much it. away because yeah. there's 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 a lot there's a lot to explore in the game, uh, and so you know we're we're trying to coordinate uh, an interview with Ryan, the developer, right now. So hopefully we can get him on the show because I I personally would love to hear uh, just how some of these scenarios came about. 
Um, well, and even without without playing it, I mean, for people out there that are interested in the title, there, there's a trailer out I think that I that I had watched that was hilarious. Like it, mm-hmm. it showed it showed kind of what the game was was all about, and and a lot of that charm that you're talking about, you know, seep seep through even that trailer. So for people that are interested, you know, go check out the trailer and absolutely, and, yeah. and, and taking into into account what you just said, Zane, I I'm really excited about it. So. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to give it a try, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it too. So, um, but yeah, man, with that, I, that's all I got. How about you? Yeah, no, that's that's it. It was a good a good week for VR. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, people aren't too bummed out by all the Oculus news. But you know, I'm still holding out. It's it's early in the game, and you know, after talking with with Dan and you know, seeing all the um, all the stuff that HTC is up to, obviously, they're excited about the the you know what's happening so i'm excited about it too we'll just have oh, to wait and sure. see you know content hardware whatever whatever it ends up being um you know this is it's the long game and i'm just glad to see more and more titles like this coming out i agree cool Matt. so with that with that we will cut this episode now and um just a quick reminder we are on itunes and stitcher uh we are giving away that free steam gift card at the beginning of every month so make sure you enter uh, the instructions will be in the show notes, but just a quick refresher. The, all you got to do is uh, leave a review, take a screenshot of it, send that to contact at everythingvibe.com. And like I said, for Stitcher as well, we are accepting those now. Um, and so, yeah, enter that in. We'll get you a Steam uh, $20 Steam gift card we give away at the beginning of every month. And that's all I got. Ronnie, you have a fantastic rest of the week and weekend, man. Thank you very much, sir. All right, guys, we'll catch you all again very, very soon.